Welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. My name is Janelle. I'm Kaya. And I'm Daniel. And we are back. So you may see that things look a little bit different, and that's mostly because you can't see us. We decided to go with audio recordings for our next couple of podcasts, just so that we can be there, bring out more podcasts for you, and answer more of your questions in an efficient way. But like always, we're still going to start off the same way by prayer with Daniel. All right, let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's invoke our Blessed Mother as we uh, go through this season that she's been through. As we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary Mother, Mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. St. Joseph, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, Mother, Son, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, so we are back, just like Janelle said. And for this first episode back, we're going to be focusing on the season that we're going to be in, Advent. So what is Advent? Why is it so important? We're going to talk all about it. Um, and bear with us, okay? Again, this is our first episode back. So um, I hope that this could help you in this season of Advent. So Advent, it's known as a season of preparation, but it's also a season of transformation, transforming our hearts, leading into what we know as Christmas. And in this season of preparation and transformation, um, you often can visually understand Advent through the wreath, right? Um, may, some of you may have them in your home, some of you may see them at your church, and basically we're going to be breaking down what um, every little thing about this Advent wreath is to start off. So first of all, we have this wreath, right? It's usually green, evergreen, and the reason for that, if you didn't know, fun fact, is that the wreath represents eternity. It, it represents our call to holiness, to heaven, to eternally be with God. And the green, actually the evergreen, it represents life, the eternal life. And here are these four candles aflamed with, that are going to be symbolizing as week goes after week, um, the light of the world, Christ. You know, little by little, it's lit up until it becomes a fully lit wreath. Um, and to break down the four candles, aka the four virtues, as you'll, as you'll learn, um, Daniel's going to hit us off. Yep, so each uh, candle has its own meaning, but each color also has its own meaning. So violet um, signifies time of prayer, penance, fasting, uh, and sacrifice. That's, it's also used during, during Lent. Um, so you can kind of call Advent as like a little Lent. It's also a season of darkness, but also a season of hope because you know what's coming. In this case, for Advent, we're excited uh, that our Savior is going to be born, uh, that the Messiah will be born, and uh, that Mary is going to fulfill her fiat, or the fiat will be fulfilled through her. Her yes will then be revealed in Christ. Um, and so every week we have a different color. Uh, and so we'll get started with the first Sunday of Advent, which is hope and it's with the prophet's candle reminding us that Christ is coming second Sunday is um, faith and that has the Bethlehem candle reminding us of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem and really quick I just want to input this because when I learned about this it blew my mind um, basically so it's known as the Bethlehem candle right 
And when you think about Bethlehem, we know that to be the place where Jesus was born. Um, Christmas Day, his birthday, right? But not only that, Bethlehem actually translates into house of bread. You know, as Catholics, we believe in the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist. And just imagine this, okay, Jesus, he, he offers himself to us every single Sunday in the form of bread, in the form of this small piece of bread. And imagine he was born in the house of bread. He was born in Bethlehem, the house of bread. Do y'all see it? Like, even from the very beginning, God's intention was to offer himself up to us in this house of bread, in his church, every Sunday, that he can make himself readily available to us, um, even after he's gone, you know, with, with how many thousands of years have passed now. Um, so all of this was so intentional. It was intentional for Christ to be born in Bethlehem. It was intentional even now for him to offer himself to, uh, up to us through the Eucharist. So that's just my little tidbit. Kayanne literally shared that with us right before we started <laughs> this episode. And it just blew my mind because I had no idea. And it just makes me think of all the tabernacles and the shape of it. And just yeah, like thinking the of the manger. Yeah, it's like, like a, a house. Yeah. All right, Daniel, thanks for letting us cut yeah. through a little bit. You want to <laughs> yeah. bring us back? Yeah, so, I mean, it, just going off of that as well, just God is about the details, and He doesn't do anything by accident. Everything is very intentional. Everything has a reason. Everything has a meaning, a divine reason, a divine meaning. Um, and it just shows, to me, all this is showing up is how much God cares about us. That's as simple as that. At least the way I look at it is that He has set us up for success. He's set it up for to receive this daily bread. Every single day we can go to Mass if we want to. Um, and He's always available in His home. Uh, initially it was a manger, and now it's a tabernacle around the world in every church. Um, and so God God has made Himself. He, he has, although departed this world, He has left, gave us the Holy Spirit, and He gave us the Eucharist. Um, and the sacraments. Um, the third Sunday of Advent symbolizes joy with the shepherd's candle, reminding us of the joy that the world experienced at the coming of the birth of Christ. And that's also Gaudate Sunday. Um, that's the Sunday where we have the pink or rose candle. Um, yeah, that Sunday is of joy. As simple as that, we're excited. The people are excited knowing the Messiah is really coming. Um, and then the last Sunday is a purple candle, and that symbolizes peace with the angel's candle, reminding us of the message of the angels. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. So what does all of this really mean for us? Or what can we take from this? How can we prepare for this in, in ways? So one of them can be preparing as the Holy Family did. If you remember during this time, Mother Mary and St. Joseph were trying to find a house or an inn to have the baby in, right? So we can follow them in their journey through this Advent by reading about it, reading the Bible verses again. We can also do this by participating in devotionals. I know there are several devotionals out right now, and you may be wondering, what is devotional? Well, a devotional is a book with uh, scripture or different specific readings or 
different meditations for you to help prepare for a certain season. So sometimes there's devotionals like a 365 day one. There's specific Advent devotionals that came out such as the Blessed Is She one or the Memento Mori that are supposed to help you each and every single day prepare for Advent. You can also physically prepare your homes. Uh, Kayan was just sharing with us that her family would actually make the wreath with the different candles, which is pretty cool because my family never tried that. So I think that's something that I'm going to add for this year. Yeah. So again, this, this whole season, right, is of preparation and transformation and even joy, you know, leading up to Christmas. But something also that we want to acknowledge is that it's not always joyful. It's not always joyful. Sometimes you may be experiencing some arguments, disagreements with family members. Maybe there are some conflicts going on in your relationships. Maybe you're living alone and you feel completely lonely and isolated. Maybe you don't have any plans for Christmas and you're just dreading the day when it comes. You know, everything will be closed down. Where do you go? Um, how are you going to celebrate by yourself? And we really want to acknowledge and validate that Christmas is not always perfect. Advent is not always perfect. You know, there's a reason why it's a preparation and transformation because it's this season where we acknowledge our faults. We acknowledge all the mistakes that we've made throughout the year, all the issues, the problems that we've faced. And sometimes we grieve. We grieve losses. We grieve the past. We grieve um, the ending of, of relationships or just the ending of expectations that we we've held on this whole entire year you know some of you may be um feeling that because of covid or because of this pandemic or because of just all the uncertainty going on in the world with the fear and the anxiety you know so what we really want to encourage is also in this season of advent don't just think of yourselves don't just think about your families and all the great times and all the adventures and um, the events that are coming up but think about those who don't have all that. Think about those who are struggling in this moment and how can you be there for them? Maybe you don't have the means per se monetarily, you know, like with, with gifts or money or maybe like it's difficult to even sometimes offer your physical presence to them, but hit them up, text them, call them, give them your time. Because I think if anything that this year has shown us is that time is so limited. Time is so limited. Our life on earth is so limited. And in this time of season of preparation and transformation, you know, let's, let's allow God to transform our hearts leading into Christmas. And even when it's the Christmas season to continue transforming us, to not just let it end there either. Okay, because we acknowledge people experience mental illnesses, um, depression, anxiety, um, phobias, um, schizophrenia, just all of these uncontrollable thoughts and fears that um, may deter us from living out that joy of Christ coming in life. So. Yeah, um, one beautiful way that Christ gives us is going to confession a lot of what we are feeling and experience is because of sin and the home we've allowed sin to create in our hearts and our souls 
Um, and that's why a lot of the churches will do like an Advent penance service because we need, as we prepare, we should try to be, we always should be in a state of grace. But especially right now, um, as we're preparing for Christ, we really need to stay in a state of grace um, and, and be as close to Christ as possible. And that means being in a state that's uh, best to hear Him because you, ha you have no sins not in the way of your communication with Christ. Um, in a season of also forgiving others for uh, that have hurt you and asking for forgiveness for those that you've hurt. Um, a season of you know, hitting up people that you haven't uh, talked in a while, hitting up people that might not have family because they're on the opposite side of the country, whatever it be, um, really being there. Uh, and I think um, as much as, you know, right now this time in the world's confusing and, and COVID and all this stuff, uh, our mother or spiritual mother and father, the Holy Family, Joseph and Mary, they they were experiencing something similar too because think about it. Think how young they were and like they were called by God to birth the Messiah. Literally Mary is the mother of God and, and Joseph is the foster father of God, like of Christ. And so they've experienced the same things we've experienced. Obviously they don't have technology like we do now. They don't have the pandemic going on back then, but um, they were going through it too and they were going through it too and so they've been there so let's try to um, unite our sorrows with them unite our our brokenness with them and because they've been there they've experienced as well especially I think what gets me is um, just the uncertainty I think we're always especially nowadays we're so afraid of the what's going to happen in the future and like they just put their it sounds so basic, but they put their faith in the Father. They put their faith in, in God that, you know, let it be done according to thy will, Lord. Like, if this is what you want for me, let it be done. And um, look where Mary and Joseph are now, the two greatest saints ever. And, and I just, how can we say yes to the Lord in this season, really? How can we say yes as Mary said yes, as Joseph said yes? How can we trust uh, make the most of the situation, not complain. You know, having a child in a manger is not ideal. You'd rather have it. I, I don't know what ideally would be back then, but you know, it's not. You know, obviously, no real hospitals or whatever. Not but, with hay. Yeah. Not with horses. Yeah. <laughs> not from an, a manger. Actually, is where like animals eat from. Yeah. So imagine Jesus was born in a super unsanitary place yeah. where animals ate from. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's. Again, and that just goes to show how humble God is, that He's coming from the lowest of lows, and yet He's the highest of highs. Amen. <laughs> so. Amen. Yes. So, uh, well, our brothers and sisters listening to this podcast, we thank you for being with us as we all talk about Advent. Uh, we really do pray that um, you do have a beautiful Advent season. Um, it is until, again, December 24th, and so... Look up your resources online. Find out devotionals you can do. Pray the rosary every day. Make a plan to go to confession. Maybe if you can, um, look up your diocese Advent penance service so that you can have it and schedule around it. Write a list of people that you need to talk to that you want to work it out with. And also write a list of people that you know may not have their family or friends nearby to celebrate this upcoming 
uh, this upcoming celebrations that are going on so you can reach out to them. Remember, each week is a different virtue. So remember to always pray that we increase in that virtue. Thank you again for listening to us, brothers and sisters. We look forward to our future podcasts. And to end it, we're going to end it as we always do with prayer again. We'll see you next week on our podcast. But first, Daniel. <laughs> All right, let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah.